Hey guys, welcome to the week in sex. Yeah. yeah. Woo woo. All woo right. Woo. We are here at Rick's Cabaret, 50 West 33rd Street. I'm comedian Alan Fuchs. I'm joined by comedian Keanu Thompson. The Week in Sex is a comedy sex podcast. We discuss the latest news, trends, studies, scandals, and our own personal sex lives. Yes, we do. And we are joined. We've got a great show coming up. Uh, it's it's a lot to squeeze into <laughs> one episode. We kinda, it's going to be fun, I, I though. We'll do it. I think we overbooked. We're that's good at okay. squeezing. It's going to be a really good episode, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. We have uh, one of my favorite comics on the scene. Uh, he's a great guy. He's uh, had Comedy Central specials. He Netflix. Um, he has you know several albums out uh, on Chris, iTunes. On iTunes, check those out, everybody. Um, you can also find him. Uh, his Twitter handle is Christ Finnegan. Christian Finnegan's here, guys. Hi, Christian. Yay. Hello. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely to be here. Thanks, Christian, for joining us. We also have uh, later in the show. We're gonna have the paralyzed bride, Rachel Chapman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just had a baby, and TLC did a whole special about it. Uh, she's got a really fascinating story to tell. Yes. Really, really crazy. fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely want to stick around for that. <laughs> and we have, uh, we're interviewing the man behind, one of the men behind the CNN article that's causing a lot of controversy that, uh, I guess it promotes cuckolding. I mean, yeah. I read it. It seems like they're saying it's cuckolding couples, positive. Yeah, cuck- couples yeah. should cuckold. Yeah, you know, if that, they want to, it could be healthy. It says we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get yeah. It. They're <laughs> saying it's uh, it could save your marriage. <laughs> I... Christian, you're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christian, Some, something's got to give. Is, is that why your marriage has <laughs> lasted as long as it has? <laughs> is that the I regularly <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I you know I I think that my wife and I would just be feel so awkward. Like I. Yeah. I, I can't. First of all, you I could just never imagine. Doing no, that. you're not even you're, a million years. You're, you're a comedy. We club. have a very straight laced sort of sex life. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure she'd love to hear me say the, that. The too. comedy, <laughs> <laughs> the the comedy club she owns. It's not a farming system for uh for cuckolding. Yeah, for young for open, young mic, open mic bulls. Oh my god, that's the term, right? <laughs> bulls. That is the official term. It is, uh, <laughs> and you know what? I don't think I, I think those are mutually exclusive, right? If you're open mic. The guys that I've seen do open mic. Some, some of them, not all of them, but a lot of the men that there seem more like the cuckoldies. Yeah, I think that's I who's watching the porn. Adam's watching. Am I right? Yeah. Look well, at you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we one of our uh, our sound engineer is actually we were like looking over cuckold porn, and he like knew all research. about it. He's like, you can't. You have to look up this term. Yeah. And this term. <laughs> he, knew, he knew it inside and out. He knew so it. we're he's yeah. our cuckolding expert. Yeah. It's it's become such a political term now. Like, I know. You know. It's which is so like. Every time you hear like a right wing person call somebody a cuck, it's just yeah. It's like all right, clearly you're these just four chan jack off <laughs> masters yeah. who just like the only way you can see the world is through porno por- porno terms. Right. Where it's just like oh, it's any any guy who's uh any guy who doesn't vote the way he does, yeah. he's, he's like he's getting letting his wife get fucked by a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it, it's such same a weird. <laughs> it's such a weird insult that yeah. is is so. It, it's crowbarred into the discussion, and it says yeah. so much about the person doing yeah. the insulting because right. most people would had never even heard that term. Right. So it's like I'm insulting you by something that I'm a loser for knowing what it is. Right. <laughs> like you know just what I mean? Like, like, not a loser, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. that, it, that it's just it's like a boomerang yeah. insult. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so true. I want to talk. We're gonna get to that, and uh, we're gonna get a chance to uh, to talk to David Lang because I mean, yeah. it, we have Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson. We're losing their minds over this. Yeah, you, you, you have what, to. What, what was they losing their minds, saying like it's disgusting that they would promote this kind of thing? Or? They're on the Trump bandwagon of you know CNN right. is garbage 
and anti-family. Like, like Trump has and never watched one of his many wives no, get railed. I'm sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he hasn't. I'm sure he's probably had the best cuckolds. Yeah. The, you know, I don't know. The, be- the best, <laughs> the best, the biggest, the best. People are saying they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest, you know. So we're going to have, uh, we're going to talk about that later. I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Yes, sir. Just doing some research about you. This is amazing. You... Because I'm actually in a weight loss competition. Oh, that, you're doing one I, of those things. That has motivated me to gain weight. <laughs> I, I'm doing horribly right now. And you lost 88 pounds. Is that right? Something that, like that. Yeah. That's insane. Crazy. And while you were married. Yeah. I mean. How, how does that happen? Well, I'm like an accordion. I just sort of get fat and skinny and fat and skinny. Like I'm back on my dumb diet now because pants don't lie. What's the diet? Uh, it's like a modified South Beach you know, yeah, it's and so I told you, Alan, you should just do South Beach. I mean, the thing, thing, all the diets are the fucking same. Is but that what yeah. you did though to lose eighty-eight pounds? Yeah, yeah. It's all South Beach. Yeah, you know, and going to the gym and shit like that. But, yeah. Yeah. but I mean, really, honestly, I think that the the main challenge with the diet, the diets are kind of interchangeable. It's can you trick your mind to learn how to just not have the shit you want? Can, yeah. can you accept that life is just going to suck for a little while and just oh, be I okay can do with that? that. You know, like, <laughs> I've been doing that for yeah. years. But I mean, that's really what, I mean, it, it's really more about training your brain to live without than it is what's, you know, if I'm doing, you know, yeah. uh, well, I can't even think of the other ones, paleo or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know. Right. It's, everybody knows. You right. Don't eat shit and you go to the gym. What, right. what, like, it's not what really is, that no secret, yeah. What is South Beach? No carbs. Just well, no like carbs? the first two weeks is like hardcore. And no fruit either. No right? fruit, like yeah. no fruit, no sugar of any like like. And then and then once you get through that first two weeks, which is very brutal, then you go into what they call phase two, which is you know you can have like whole wheat wraps and you can have brown rice and you can you know occasionally have a glass of wine and things like that. And then once you hit where you're supposed to be, you're going to like what they call phase three, which is supposed to be your forever diet, which quickly <laughs> becomes Sour Patch Kids and beer. <laughs> <laughs> and you did this, how did you find a motivation? Um, honestly, I have, I mean, I had probably tried to lose weight 70 times and for whatever reason, the 71st time it took, uh, yeah. but... Did, did your wife, Cambry, put any she, pressure on you? I mean, did well, she, she did buy me the South Beach Diet Book for oh. Christmas, which was like a bit of a... <laughs> 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 All right, what, what's I worse? Mean, she knew I was miserable, yeah. so... What, what's worse, um, having your wife buy you a diet book or, as a man, buying your wife a stack of self-help books? Oi. <laughs> <laughs> buying your wife a diet book is probably the worst. Yeah. No, but I'm saying that because I did that to my wife. Oh, and no. My ex-wife now. What is wrong for you? her for her birthday? A stack of a stack, <laughs> a stack. I mean, While I can see together? one. Like, hey, honey, what? I got you Why? the artist's way or whatever. But it's like I can't imagine a stack. That seems like a like an editorial statement. It was overkill. Yeah. It was a little overkill. Oh, it was after you. Were Here like, are like, all the yeah. problems no, no, no. that you have. It was more about like dealing with her family and her friends, right, and you know, right. she was like a, a, a people pleaser. She was having right. a tough time with that, you know. So. Jesus. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I actually want to write a, a self help book called Ten Percent Better" <laughs> for people who just <laughs> they want to improve themselves, but they're not fucking weirdos about it. Right. Just like ten percent. <laughs> if I could just be like ten percent less shitty that I am, that that's like an attainable goal. Does like uh, after you lose ninety pounds, is sex better? <laughs> Um, yes. Way yes. better. Is yeah. your skin flabby? Well, yeah. I, uh, not so much anymore. I mean, it's been like 11 years since I originally lost the weight. But uh, Yeah, how fast did you lose it? Like over like nine months. It was not a long time. Uh, but you don't have that thing where people get like their stomach stapled and no, the skin is no. super loose. No, right? it wasn't okay. like that crazy. I mean, because yeah. I, I kind of carried it... Uh, 
better than I mean I was like 278 275 I think when I originally went on the diet but yeah I mean definitely I mean I definitely had that sort of flabby skin thing but that's just part of that's losing life. weight it wow. is what it is hmm. and Not you want uh, you don't want kids yeah well it's too late now you think so <laughs> I mean you know for all intents and purposes I'm 44 my wife's 46 and you know she's like you know, at that age where it's not happening anymore. I mean, you know, right. so you want to adopt kids. We've talked about it occasionally. I don't really want kids. I want to have had kids. Like <laughs> I, I want, <laughs> I don't want to miss out on that experience. But when I think about what it actually would entail, our very first date, we went over our various family medical histories and we were like, Oh, we could never have kids because yeah. they do lobster babies. Oh. Like we have <laughs> serious like medical problems on both sides of our family, and so we meant it as a joke. But then when we actually started getting That's serious, That's smart we're like, oh. though. We're overpopulated anyway, and that would just be horrible. Yeah, to, like brings up the chance. That he's a he's a smart guy. His wife is you know bright woman. Yeah, successful. but the chances of it li- of someone because li- it's heart fi- heart issues, right? In my on my side, uh, heart issues and cancer and mm. all s- mental illness and all sorts of stuff. And then on her side, her a lot of her family is deaf and. So mental illness as well both of her parents are deaf and uh Hmm. and you know and it's just if if and i have a like most irish catholic families of my generation there's every irish catholic family from boston has at least one mentally disabled person in it it's something about (laughs) fetal alcohol or something like everyone i grew up i grew up in boston every single extended family i knew everybody had a retarded aunt or retarded cousin or it's it's, i really do think that there's probably is that why patriot fans are the worst yeah that's one of the reasons (laughs) they are the absolute worst um but yeah so if we ever had a child and that child had like serious medical issues i would feel so dumb because i I knew it i knew it that makes sense and you don't want to adopt I, we do, but it's just every time we want, we think about it, you know, it, when we think about what it would mean for our lives and things like that, I mean, we, you know, we've got our two dogs. You <laughs> guys have been together. Yeah, you guys, uh, I heard nice. you on another uh, on another thing talking about your dog and you got really emotional. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did you listen to Mental Illness uh, Happy Hour? Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you were crying. <laughs> you were tired. A saying li- you. A little. I choked up a little. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that. I, I mean, I love my dog. <laughs> I mean, now we have a second dog. Uh, and I I do, I love my dog not so much. I love my dog because he lets me feel loving. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's so easy. Sometimes you feel like that part of yourself is a little kind of wrapped in bubble wrap or, you know, encased in amber and you can't really access those sort of emotional feelings. But for some reason with my dog, it's like right up at the surface. It's like a Pixar movie. You know what I mean? It's just like every sort of emotion that you can't really express to actual human beings is just like, so right, you're not easy, very you know? lovey-dovey with your wife. No, we are. Yeah. But but I'm just saying I'm not like a like a heavy uh, demonstrative emotional person. Yeah, you know that's from your, so. from your upbringing, probably. I mean, it's for everybody's upbringing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, some people are just predisposed. Some people are very emotive. Uh, you know, uh, my my. Not since you are aware of this, not to be awkward. Ever my when my t- two of my brothers passed away, and when my older brother passed away. He was 37, and uh, his wife was like Italian from Brooklyn, and the fucking the funeral the wake was so hilarious because <laughs> all of my sort of Irish Catholic relatives are like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing? So how's it going?" Yeah. And her family's like literally screaming and they're crying, screaming and they will pounding <laughs> yeah. on the coffin. When my, <laughs> when my mom's brother died, she said that they had to stop her grandma, her her Roro, from crawling onto the casket. Yeah. They're like, "Stop her! She's gonna climb onto it." And they and have the, an open thing I, I, and they wail saying, and Russians I, are the I same way. That, yeah. I find that total bullshit. It's I really crazy. do. It's like, stop making it about you. They're like, "She's gonna <laughs> climb up." 
up there. Somebody yeah. stop her. Like, yeah. it's, it's a little much. I, I come from yeah. a Russian family and the same thing. Like, you know, bawling, going crazy, screaming. Yeah. Uh, I've been. I was at Keening. one Russian funeral where, like, the rabbi was getting heckled. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, yeah. we were just like yelling at him to, you know, like, uh, you know, make it, make, make it short. And I picture every scene of your life. Uh, you don't know him. I picture every you know? moment of your life being a scene from like Eastern Promises <laughs> or something. Just, just That's pretty close. Getting in naked brawls. In, <laughs> Less uh, nudity. In <laughs> but everything else. Oh. <laughs> And uh, I want to talk to you also about. So you're you, you you lived in Massachusetts for how long? I mean, I you know until I from four until eighteen. Went from yeah. Albany in Massachusetts to New York. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any memory of living in Albany. I was a baby, you know. But uh, yeah, so I consider myself a Massachusetts kid. And and you got married like uh, almost over twenty years ago, right? No, no. Or you've been with no. her over, over twenty. I, years. No, we we got together beginning of two thousand three, and we got married two thousand six. I think. Okay, so two thousand, yeah. so fifteen years. So did you get a chance to experience being single in Massachusetts yeah. as a I comic? Mean, no, I've never. I have never been single as like a headlining comedian, oh, which man. is kind of a blessing and a curse mm. you know uh, you know it's a blessing in the sense that there's not one club in the country that i have to walk into and be like i hope so and so doesn't still work there <laughs> <laughs> like, so many comedians i know have that like oh that one waitress or that one club manager that i fucked around with or whatever and, and so that's nice that i you know no no clubs hate me <laughs> right. because of that but you know there i will admit there there was a time early in our relationship it was like god if we could just break up for 6 weeks just I give me just give me six weeks. How to long a total have you been? Because you were... 2003, we started dating. January 2003. Okay. So, yeah. And, and, uh, That's a long time. It's a long-ass time. And I didn't start like headlining until probably 2005 or something. So, but you still um, got laid as a, as a feature and as a host. Yeah. You know, and just being a dirtbag New but York you City prefer, comedian. But yeah. sure. you prefer mon- like a monogamous relationship, obviously. Well, it's yeah. not really up to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, mean I, I don't think I could pull off... I don't. I don't think like I could pull off for chicks, Yeah. Like, I, I just. I, I. don't. First of all, I don't have the energy for it. Like <laughs> I am. I am a pretty honest person, mostly because I do not have the organizational skills to be a liar. Like I do not have the ability to keep a story straight, and like so, I just find that like telling the truth, generally speaking, is yeah. less complicated. Have you been caught? Uh, I've been caught so many times. Ah, uh, see, no, I. He doesn't lie. I've been the other man. I've been the other man a ton. There was a oh, period no. in my twenties where I was like the serial other man, and I kind of. The serial other man. Yeah, oh, I kind of no. dug it. I, I loved it. Because, you know... I, so you do like cuckolding. I guess, I yeah. guess. Although he wasn't present to do this. <laughs> Although, when I met my wife, she was living with a guy. And, uh, I mean, they... It was one of those New York situations where they had technic- they had broken up, but they were still living together because they were on the lease, like that kind of deal. He doesn't seem to think that they'd broken up quite so much as she did. <laughs> but um, yeah. for some reason, she, like... Somehow, we ended up having sex at her apartment and that made me feel gross because he oh. like left this long voicemail on my phone like, dude, you fucking had sex in my bed. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. And I don't blame him for that. I think like, oh, yeah, that, that's my bad. Alan, that's have bad. you b- you've been caught, Alan, you said? Like, yeah, I, I had a... Well, I got caught I've, in the act. I've had a few really? different crazy situations. Yeah. Wait. I, I had one in which I was, uh, I was living with this girl and I'm sexting someone from my job in the bathroom. <laughs> and it's, you know... And I'm like, all right, I gotta wrap this up. I gotta, get, you know, even like, I can't use the excuse of, of, of you know, I'm having, uh, you know, a constipation that much longer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm wrapping it up, and I'm like, all right, let's talk later. And she, and then she writes, like, Are you sure? Because uh, I'd love to keep talking to you, since I'm her fucking husband. <laughs> oh no. And guess what? I'm gonna meet you at work tomorrow. 
And I was like, fuck, yeah, bright and early. Be ready. Be ready, asshole. I'm going to meet you right at the front door. And I was freaking the. I got to. I've never gone to work this early in my life. Oh my god! I, <laughs> I raced down there and I told security, like, listen, someone may or may not be here this morning to kill me. So do me a favor. <laughs> uh, if anyone asks for me, tell them I no longer work here and just have some security out out and about. Um, and yeah, I was like, I was really freaked out. Did he out. show up? He didn't. Sh- as far as I know, he yeah. didn't. You know. But I, I left work early that day, and and what because you don't know you don't know if somebody's did you ever pull a go gun and shoot you? No, girl? it's true. No, no, no. <laughs> I, it was the weirdest thing. Like we ended up making out a little bit in the parking oh lot, um, <laughs> in the back seat of my car. Oh my god! And while like her friend was in the front seat, it was like very high school. My mm. my that does make me feel so nostalgic. <laughs> my ex boyfriend oh, caught me because he was trying to surprise me, and he knew my wi- he would always surprise me and like open my window and like crawl into my. Bed in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's wow. weird. Which we were together, so it was right. like cute. But you yeah. know, it's like the middle of the night, and I had another person in there. He was like, "What the fuck is this? You need to come outside right now." We we had to like we had to call someone to physically remove him. And obviously, that's a shady, horrible thing. But maybe don't just open people's windows. No. You know, no, no, no. you never. Who's the creep? I don't know. You draw that line early on. <laughs> Nobody gets window rights. Wait. Never give a man window rights. I don't blame him for being upset, but also, come on. You can't do that to people. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was sort of cuckolded. Um, I had I was with this girl, and we broke up because she caught me cheating on her. Um, but we were still sort of together. And then she went and, and had sex with a guy that she was working with. And I don't know. It was weird. It was almost like one of those things where they say twins feel each other's pain. Right. I felt her getting fucked. <laughs> what? Like I, I and I'm know, not gonna lie to you. I felt pretty good. <laughs> it, it hit my, he hit my G spot. It was, it was the oh first time God. I really had a good orgasm. Oh my! I didn't God. have to fake it. No, uh, what were you gonna say, Christian? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, no, there were like four, like four girlfriends in a row in my 20s where I was like the other man, like long-ish, you know, Jesus. multi-month relationships. Uh, and I, I guess I kind of dug it. I mean. I kind of treated them mon- not totally monogamous. There was one girl who we were basically just kind of fucking, essentially. But but there were a couple girls who I kind of treated them like my girlfriends, <laughs> even though they had boyfriends. But I was not particularly uh, strong. But uh, but I, I did kind of like it. I kind of liked the lack of responsibility. Yeah, and that it felt illicit and kind of you know charged when we would get together. Do you right. know what I mean? And, and then I would be able to just go on with my life, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the, back especially back in the like the early days of like AOL chat rooms. And stuff, oh man, like, that was the that was I've never been single during this sort of sexting era or the tech even just really texting. No, either. you're not missing out on anything. Dude. I know. Yeah. I don't feel I don't miss that at all. All depends. I can't I do it. You do they're, it all the time. Good, I cannot. You know, <laughs> the positives and negatives to that, you know. But why are you saying? Because before we start, you said you're sexually dead. Why you? Why do you feel yeah. you're sexually dead? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I, that's not. I mean. It, I mean, I'm 44, and and I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I have that desire to kind of act like I still got it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, I think a lot of a lot of dudes, it's like this sort of self PR campaign yeah. of like I'm still potent, ladies. You know what I mean? It's like no, nah, I'm 44. It, it's like. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I was single, I'm sure I'd be pathetically s- scouring Tinder and, and stuff like that. <laughs> but I'm not, and and so sex is like a compartmentalized part of my life. And I, I, you know, there were I had plenty of good memories. <laughs> I really like I had plenty of of sort of weird nights and weird times. And, Does and it so I don't go feel down? You've been like having sex with the same person for so long. I mean, do well, you guys have sex less or? 
I mean, a I think healthy amount. Anyone who says that they don't is lying. Yeah. And it, that, that's what I mean. Like, there's this bullshit that people have to say that, like, oh, Wait, if I admit yeah. that my wife and I don't have sex as much as we used to, that's somehow like a, a horrible scathing statement about right. our relationship. No, it's How not. Could you not? It, yeah. it means you're it means you're adult and you're growing up and you have other shit to do and it's yeah. just not. It's just not. It does not occupy the same mental space that it used to. You know. I just want to know. Like you said, weird. Like really weird sexually. Well, like, what's your weirdest sexual experience? Oh, I mean, that's. Um, like I went to a swinger party once. Oh, cool! You know, I've uh, gone to those, a couple. Of those. I never took. I didn't participate, but I, I yeah. went. And you know, and and like I said, in those sort of early AOL chat room days, there were a lot of sort of those midnight rendezvous with girls that you'd been in a chat room midnight with. Midnight rendezvous. You know, um, you know, back when when everybody used to, all my dude friends would like make fun of me for it, and they'd be like, "You're going on, you're going online, with girls." It's like, yeah, yeah. You go ahead and think that. Oh, you yeah. go ahead and think that. You have no Watch idea what's going to happen. You have no idea how many like incredibly like attractive, cool women are kind of horny at one in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you just talk in the chat room, just come to their house. Yeah, or, or yeah. I mean, there were probably you know a few times that that oh, happened. Oh wow, and you, you know, can't and, even and, uh, see what they look like. And not then even. yeah, I mean, oh. this is a lot, some of these were like pre-picture days. So you know, dangerous. And, yeah. Well, well but I would never like that in that situation. I would never just show up at somebody's apartment. That's yeah. not true. Once I did. Okay. But uh, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but usually you know you meet somewhere like in a yeah. bar publicly or whatever, and and uh, you know and sometimes it's just like, well, I guess this is not going to happen. Like yeah. sometimes it's just the magic is gone the yeah. second you're in the same room with the person wow. but uh but yeah i mean that was i mean that that was that kind of thrill of you know walking in and like waiting to see if this person you know waiting to see if that is going to happen like th- i i don't you can miss, still do that on craigslist that is true, true. <laughs> i don't miss being single i do miss walking up the stairs yeah for the first time when you're hooking up with somebody do you know what i mean like when you meet somebody at a bar or whatever and you make out with them and then you decide to go back to one of your apartments. Yeah. That walk up the stairs, like that's the oh, that's that the, like, like it yeah. hasn't happened yet, and it's about to. And you know, <laughs> that's the thing I'm you know for sure. It's a good way that. to put it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I want to uh, and the anal. No, I'm sure. And the <laughs> <laughs> that thrill never goes away. Yeah. <laughs> it's always there. Um, I want we uh, well, let's we'll, let's talk about our week in uh, in sex. Okay. Before we get to our, our first guest, yeah. Rachel uh, Chapman. On What's the phone. up with you, Alan? Um, I didn't have any this week. It was based. It was you know what's weird. I live with um, you know this comic Tim Dillon. Yeah, I know Tim. Yeah, so I'm, he's my roommate. Hilarious. <laughs> so you know, just he he's not the you know the softest of the of you know he's not a soft speaker. No, no. Uh, not I'm, a soft spoken man. No. So and we have a small uh, small apartment in Astoria, and he come you know he has his friend Ray Comp come over. They have a podcast together, and they were just running lines. He's auditioning for something, right? And it was just like, I'm trying to masturbate. <laughs> and all I hear is like, you know, he's got like a, the role that fit. Like it's, he's plays like a fat cokehead, I guess, in, yeah. in whatever this is. He's auditioning for it. Yeah. And he's just yelling <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a fatty who needs this coke now. And I'm like, just can oh you God, not, <laughs> can you kind of <laughs> bring sad. that down I a, a few jerk. notches I so I could finish? You, I, I never was It's the longest really jerk of my life. My I couldn't like. I couldn't stay. I was like, forget it. I give <laughs> up. I fucking get, and I had earplugs in. I had my yeah. fucking earplugs in. I still oh, couldn't do it. What a sight that you must have been. Then you got <laughs> <laughs> to take out the ball gag and take off the harness. <laughs> oh and, you know, turn off the webcam. <laughs> oh my you know, god! Get, refund people their money. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> so, you, what was your week like? You said uh, I didn't. I didn't have any sex. I bought yeah. lube at, at uh, this is embarrassing at Bed Bath and Beyond. 
Mm-hmm. Or, of course. Or no, no, no. Very... Yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. And I was like, oh, is this funny that they have? I it? guess that would be categorized some... under Beyond. Yeah, Beyond. <laughs> that's right. Be part of the beyond. <laughs> it was Beyond, and but I was gonna just get the regular one, and then I was like, I, I had to buy the couples pack because I didn't want the cashier to know that I was alone and single. So I got the like his and her pack of lube. Why do you care what the cashier thinks of you? It was just already weird. I don't. Know. I would I would slide it across the counter and just keep eye contact. <laughs> <with him. laughs> I didn't want to be like, look at you this. You know what this is for, right? Like no one in their right mind buys lube at Bed Bath and Beyond. I was like, oh, I mean. Here, I'll just grab it. It's right? not like you were it bizarre like, that they buying. I, it was weird, yeah. Yeah, you weren't buying like a cat T-shirt and like. <laughs> I, I know. I just didn't want to be equipment. like. I just didn't want to know I was by a myself. Giant economy yeah. box of fiddle faddle. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't. I almost had sex the other night, but I, it's with a person that I have boned before. But we parted ways, and uh, we were drunk. And then I was gonna, I was gonna maybe have him come over or whatever, or maybe like. Uh, you know, meet him somewhere. And then he started talking about stuff about talk to me like a sexy school teacher. I was just like, never mind, man. I've like, never gonna... been able to pull. I cannot imagine <laughs> sort of the like, maybe because I, I can't s- pull that off. I can't do it. Sexy no. school teacher. Why? Just no. Any, any role deal? playing. It just feels so overt. I can't, and no. And he, it like was just because we were both so hammered too, which yeah. I'm just trying to be an adult and not be like, I would have been so pissed. Like, what did he want you to say? Like, oh, you're gonna have to stay after school. It was because I said you're a poor, dumb, you're stupid, or something like that. He was like, oh yeah, and I was like, fuck, what am I doing? I'm gonna be. I have to catch myself so that I'm not embarrassed in the morning. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I won't ever bone him again. I would love to bone him again. But he's that good in bed. He's great. Yeah. What makes him great? He's got a huge dick. (laughs) Really? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. I know (laughs) you're talking about. Oh, this. Yeah. But um. (laughs) How big? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you like inches. Yeah. yeah. I was sitting in a bar once and there was a woman at the bar and she was having a phone conversation about a date she was supposed to have. And, and she was like, yeah, I'm waiting for him to show up. And, uh, and he just, she just kept on calling him like Sasquatch or something, you know? <laughs> and, and she's like, yeah, he, he, he basically like almost split me open. Oh my and, God. and then she's like, and, and I assume that the other woman's like, well, why are you going out with him again? She's like, I don't know. I'm not going to have sex with him. We're just going to hang out. But, but, but I mean, pro- like, I'm pretty sure we're not going to have sex. And I was like, of course you are. Of course (laughs) you are. Of course you are. I say that all the time. But that's like every, I mean, I just, and I know, I know that having a huge penis has its drawbacks. I've read, but uh, (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure it does present problems and I'm sure it can be a problem for a lot of women, but I will, there is a part of me as a dude where I just wish, I'd love to think that somewhere there was a woman who said that about me without me knowing once. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? When the guy showed up for the date, I was just like, you motherfucker. You have no idea the conversation that just took place. No, and he'll never know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He'll never know. (laughs) Well, part of my role play is uh, I've had women, I was like, can you do me a favor? Can you you say that I'm much bigger than your your husband? (laughs) No, you don't tell people uh, that to do that. And she did. Yeah. Ew, Alan, you're Wait, you asked that, her what? to tell that, people that, that you were bigger? No, than that, not tell like, people. It wasn't more than one. <laughs> like, it was. It was like a weird situation. Oh, you wanted her to say to you, "You're oh. bigger than my husband." I, not, I mean, no, you know what I said to her? I said like, um, "Tell me how much better I'm fucking you than your husband." Um. Well. And at wait, fir- but at she first, wasn't married. This is just a role-playing thing that you do. Yeah, and, and she said marginally. What are? Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say. So it, wa- it wasn't enough that you were having sex you with this woman. You wanted her to then feel better. terrible <laughs> when she saw her husband afterwards. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I wanted everyone to be ashamed. Am I? <laughs> you are marginally. If I, if I was ever gonna have sex with someone who was married, now I'd be like, uh, I want you to go home 
and think about how your husband wants you to have this pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> he would never. He would have be a fine with, with it. <laughs> he would be so happy for you oh if he God. could only see what you're what you're experiencing, guys. Jesus. Uh, let's. You guys ready for our first guest? Yeah, let's do is it. Is she on the phone? All right. Our next guest is known as the uh, the paralyzed bride, and she's now a spokesperson for the online adult toy store Dallas Novelty, which uh, specializes in toys for the disabled and people with limited mobility and she has an incredible story to tell uh i hope and that that intro doesn't do you justice but i'm happy you're here uh give it up for rachel chapman everybody Yay. yeah hi rachel how are you thank you i'm good rachel uh i want to talk to you about obviously you know we're, we're going to talk about everything that happened uh i do want to talk to you about dallas novelty and how I didn't know this even existed until we were going to have you on, and I did some research. What's uh, give us an example? What's a sex toy for a disabled person? Well, Dallas Novelty—it's known for having like everything for everybody. So it's like it's got like thousands and thousands of toys, um, and in everything that you can think of, really. So it's for everybody. Um, but when it comes to like a toy for someone with a disability, it really is just a normal toy. It's just one that might be easier for someone like me to hold or easier for me to get into position to use. Oh. So it's not made necessarily for someone with a disability. It's just um, he categorizes them and kind of puts them in their own page, to, you know, just because they're easier to use, I guess. Right. So maybe you don't need to, like, grip it with, uh, you know, with five fingers or, you know, something exactly. along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. So let's get into your story. Uh, yeah. This is an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, you were because I saw you on. Uh, you've been on a few talk shows. You've been on uh, yeah, Katie a, Kirk, a lot. Yeah. A lot of a lot of talk shows. TLC has a TV show, uh, a TV special they did on you. Uh, yeah. You were in, in People, uh, People Magazine, and the website too. Uh, you're basically what happened was you, you you had a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. You're all set to get married. You're by a pool at night. Your friend yeah. just just for fun pushes you into the pool and after that you're paralyzed from the chest down exactly yeah so um i mean it was obviously a night of a lot of fun we were like we were smart we had a dd we had a limo you know we weren't trying to be stupid um we weren't so crazy drunk that we didn't know what was happening it's just we were over the night we decided to go home and we were just like being girls we weren't being crazy drunk girls Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it was just a playful act. And when I went into the water, um, I just kind of, like, hesitated because it was still May and still kind of chilly. And when she pushed me in, it kind of threw me forward. So I just automatically put my head down and put my arms out. But it wasn't fast enough. And my head ended up hitting the bottom. And it ended up breaking my neck. Wow. Oh, my God. And you stayed. And it made news because for a lot of different reasons. But. One of the parts of the story that made news was you stayed friends with this girl who who caused the accident, who, who completely, you know, changed your life in, in a dramatic way. But you, you know? are no longer friends with and her? And you're no longer friends with her because, because why? After well, you stayed friends Yeah, with her. I totally want to, like, explain this. Because I feel like when the story was put out there that we're not friends anymore, it was kind of like not all the details were given and really not a lot of details are needed. But, um, yeah, like, right away, of course, that, I mean, to me it was like, no question that I would be friends with her just because let's say I had not gotten her and I easily would have just gotten out of the water and pushed her in the pool. Right. Um, so I didn't like think, look at her like a bad person for doing that. And I wanted to be a support system for her. And for a couple of years we were friends. Um, 
So, I mean, I had more than one maid of honor. She was one of them. I was a maid of honor in her wedding. And so we were very close. But then, like, two years in, and many people outside of the situation would say that it was just her, like, not being able to see me this way anymore. But she just turned kind of selfish. And she would only hang out if I came to her. She would like, be all about hanging out, but she would never drive to me, even when I explained I was having kind of a difficult time and I just wanted to be, like, taken out and have a girl's night and just go out. She was like, my lifestyle's too busy right now for that. Oh. Like, those are, like, her See? exact words to me. <laughs> and and you, said oh that you, you said that you've forgiven her. Yeah, like, I forgive her for the push. Like, this is how I feel about forgiveness. If someone doesn't mean to hurt you, it's an easy thing to forgive. You know, she didn't mean to hurt me. Um, but after me being there for her so hard... You know, every time I asked her to be there for me, she was too yeah, busy. Because you have to deal with her depression and guilt for yeah, for that. yeah, and right. I was very yeah. much there for that. Like right. I can't even describe to you. Literally every single day on the phone with her for hours while I'm trying to deal with my own situation. But like all energy was directed onto her, hmm. which you're, was you're, totally fine. But it just felt like two years later when I had my downtime, it was my turn to get that support, and I didn't get that. You're a better person than I am because. <laughs> yeah. I don't forgiveness would wouldn't sue. even be in my yeah. vocabulary. <laughs> it would be turned into an I Tanya situation. <laughs> All right, I would get oh, Jeff Galuli. I dig him up from the eighties. I would oh get. The, I would get people. I mean, I wouldn't turn into a quadriplegic, but at least like a bruise. You know oh what I mean? God. Like yeah. something where she understands what she did. You know? Yeah, and so like at least like waterboard. Like you know something. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's it just shows know, that you're you know Grace. Like, yeah. She was like my sister. I knew her. And me and this other girl, like the three of us were best friends since we were in middle school and so I didn't want to like end the friendship and mm -hmm. so like I said, it was easy for me to forgive something that was an accident. Not so easy for to forgive her behavior afterwards, when, years when later. You, so. When you would when you would see That's each that. other uh, afterwards, would would there be a, like when you would see her, uh, would you immediately think of the incident or would you just be like, Oh, there's my friend, whomever? Um, after a while, I mean like at first, it was definitely, like, that was all we talked about, like, right. for the first year, because she was still in so much pain, and there was so much media around my story. I think that was painful for her, sure. even though she knew it was helpful to me. It was just painful to hear the story over and over and over again. And you and never I, exposed her name or anything, right? No, no and I still haven't. Like, yeah. I still am, like, very angry with her for how... Karen Anderson, 432 <laughs> 15th Street. No, <laughs> let's dox her. Yeah, why don't yeah. we let, let, let's expose her now? Yeah. Do you want to take this yeah, opportunity? No. no. Uh. I'm still nice enough to not do that. You're okay. a great I'm person. I said I wasn't a little bit bitter about how things ended. I was yeah. hoping for an exclusive. I know you turned. <laughs> you said no to Oprah, but I I thought the weekend sex. Yeah. I did say no to Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because Oprah wanted you to out her and bring her with you. You said no. Yeah, and I was kind of upset. I mean, like I know it sounds weird to be like I'm upset with Oprah, but it's like my story was good enough. Like with me and Chris and like the yeah. loyalty thing in general to not smear her across the TV screen eight months after it happened. So I was like pretty annoyed they even asked me to do that. Yeah, like, I'm not voting for her for president. No, no. <laughs> that's it. I'm, I'm voting for Trump just because of that. So I want to know, too. You know, what's interesting. So you, your husband, you got married. You, you went ahead of the wedding and you've been married for how long now? Uh, six years. So total, we've been together for... 12 years. Okay, so 12 years. And the accident took place when? Um, 2010. So we had been dating for five years. So he's been with you for eight years since the accident. 
And this is what annoys me because uh, I read all these articles where people give him so much credit and, you know, they yeah. talk about what, what a great guy this is, what a mensch. And then I disagree. Yeah, your no, husband's totally, getting—he's yeah, getting I way too much too. credit because you're hot. It's yeah, not it's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, right. Yeah, you're. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. No, you're gorgeous. Of course. <laughs> and, and play oh, out the alternative. Imagine if he was like, like, See like you. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's not like he stayed with me because he's like some moral guy because right. we like are obsessed with each other. Like simple as that. Right. Wheelchair or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he deserves, tell him, uh, you know, that I said he deserves very little credit. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. <laughs> I will definitely make sure to Okay, pass. good. <laughs> I'm emotionally in a wheelchair and my wife stayed with me, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, our guest Christian Finnegan is emotionally crippled and sexually dead. dead. In case you're okay. sexually I, do you feel any caught dead? Let's just dead. inert on pause. <laughs> do you feel any pity for Christian? Do you, do you want to tell? <laughs> you feel sorry right. for Christian's life? And if and if you don't pro- give me the proper amount of attention, then we're not friends anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. So and your last name was Friedman before you got married. Yeah. So are you yeah. are you a fellow Jew? I am a Jew actually. And did you sue? Um, he's not. We're not really. I'm more like Jewish, like. But did you? you <laughs> but did you? Did you sue anybody? Did you get any money from from the accident? Did I get any money? No. Well, when I, yes, but okay. So since it happened at one of my friends' houses, she had like land and property insurance. So like, you get hurt on someone's land, you get insurance. But at the end of the day, it was twenty thousand dollars, and that was like one fifth of my first night in the hospital. Oh my. So, Technically, no. Do you like my little uh, weird anti-Semitic segue? Yeah, that <laughs> was anti-Semitic. Are you a Jew? Did you yeah. sue? Did you sue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could have sued her, but we were friends. So oh, I right. Didn't. So you only so. got $20,000 for this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Jeez. How did you not get more? I don't, I don't understand. Well, like, it, let's say the person who owned the property, like, it, it was my friend, and so it was her mom's house, obviously. So, like, they, if she had had a bigger, what you call it, it's like an umbrella, like a safety net, basically, like, more money into her property insurance, I would have got, like, a million dollars. But, unfortunately, that's not something she had. So, at the end of the day, like, she can't do anything about it. It's $20,000 that the insurance company gives. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, uh... I want to talk. Here's one of the reasons why I thought it would be relevant to have you on our, our sex podcast. It is a sex mm-hmm. podcast. Um, a couple of different things. Here's what I love about you. One of the things I love about you, you're still you're out there advocating for the disabled, yeah. and, and talking about how it's okay to treat us, you know, as sexual beings. We're yeah. we're still sexually vibrant, and there's no reason why. We can't be, you know, like we have to all of a sudden give that up and play victims, right? Isn't that something everybody yeah. wants to ask you, but probably never does about you, how, what your sex life is like, and can you have sex? What does that entail? Yeah, yeah. So yeah why like, did Katie Couric not ask of, you? Like, I mean, you <laughs> didn't ask you about giving blowjobs. <laughs> what? Katie Couric didn't ask you about giving blowjobs. Alan said. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, have you guys ever heard of the Reddit, with the website Reddit? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, so I've done a few, like, ask me anything on there. Okay. And, of course, like, that's, like, the main question. Then but they like, all come flooding in. Yeah. And I don't mind answering it, but I wonder, like, do people believe that there's, like, some gate down there that closes up? Like, right. why <laughs> wouldn't I be able to ask that? Right. Um, what well, about the but, feeling? Do you have, yeah, like, feelings I'm there? all for answering the questions. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind whatsoever. Do you have feeling down there? 
Well, that is definitely a good question. It's very hard to explain because Mm -hmm. from my chest down, technically I do not feel anything. Right. But when I, like, have sex, like, so when it's like I feel that there is penetration. I don't know how to describe it, but it's basically like my blood pressure goes up, it goes to my brain. So um, cool. But I don't feel like the skin on skin. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Hmm. You just feel like a type of pushing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like pressure. My blood pressure goes up, and it, I mean, it feels good. I just it doesn't feel like it did before. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, if you want to get like scientific, there's like this nerve called the vagus nerve, mm-hmm. and I looked it up, and apparently, this nerve bypasses the spinal cord and is responsible for a lot of our sexual um, feelings. So oh, okay. that might be partly why it feels so good. Of course, it has to be named after America's sluttiest city. <laughs> Vegas. Vegas, <laughs> Vegas nerve. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on the Vegas nerve. <laughs> oh can you and can you orgasm? No, sadly, I oh, cannot. Okay. Um, but it's basically like during like, and this is like a frustrating feeling, but mm-hmm. it's still good. Like you know when you're almost there, so like you feel like yeah. really, really good. Yeah. I basically feel like that like the whole time. Oh. So it still feels really good. I just can't like. Oh, cool. Get over that hump. Hmm. Yeah. That, that makes it even better for your husband. There's yeah. no pressure right. on him exactly. to make you orgasm. Because it's no matter yeah. what, it's not his fault. Yeah, it's mostly all about, I mean, it's about him, it's about, it's about us, you know, so, mm. yeah. I don't know if no you'd pressure. be, I don't know if you'd be able to answer this question because you and your husband were together before the incident, but I have a friend who's who's heavy and she, she talks about how that, you know, she wants to be thought of as a sexual being, but a lot of the guys who want to have sex with her, they fetishize her her weight. Yeah. And so it's like, I just want to have like regular sex, like two regular people. I don't want somebody who's like, like got a weird thing about yeah. me being big. Like, I, and I wonder if, if, if you're disabled. Um, obviously, this would, I guess, be a better question for a person who is single and disabled. But like, yeah, you want to be thought of as sexual, but does it feel strange if people are f- literally fetishizing the dis- being disabled? Is that yeah, awkward at all? Yeah, that's a, and there, that's a thing, obviously. There's a thing for everything, but yeah. um, they actually have a name for people like that. They're called devotees. I don't know why they're called that. Devotees? Um, it's this like, group of people who um, are attracted to people with disabilities, like the wheelchair turns them on, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. And some girls get like really pissed off about it they judge and like i don't judge like if it's their thing it's their thing um i would just want like let's say i were single i would want someone to be upfront about it you know what i mean right um but i mean i don't judge anyone for their fetishes or whatever i just rather, rather like you said rather not be in a sexual yeah. relationship just because someone finds my disability erotic yeah <laughs> so what are some of the other weird questions you got on reddit yeah, like the here's her chance. <laughs> What's that? The what, did anybody? Who else? On yeah, what, Reddit like what, asked what, are, what are some of the worst shit? questions they ask you on Reddit? What are the strangest oh, ones? People asking me or, questions. Yeah. Um, um, well, I think people are very curious. Like the first question is like, can you have it? And the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. But then their next question is how. Mm-hmm. And so I've literally gone into describing like how sex physically looks when I have sex. And you would be, like, surprised that it looks, like, exactly like someone else would be having sex. Like, you would never know that I'm a quadriplegic. Right. So, I just put my, I can't move my legs, but I just hook my arms behind my knees and pull them back. And oh. then, and then he has, and then we have sex. So, I would have never um, thought. It looks exactly the same. I would have never yeah. thought of that. It's a little bit like uh, being with a real doll. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Not that I would know. And then, <laughs> <laughs> he can throw me on my stomach. I can get on my knees and, like, hold myself up with my arms still. Oh, um, perfect. And because I have, like, movement in my arms, I can, like, make myself go back and forth because of my arm strength. So, I mean, it looks very similar. Um, it's just I get thrown around by him more than I would otherwise. But, hey, it means That's people fun. do that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did notice your arms. You were showing off your arms on a, on a TV show because I, I was in a wheelchair for a little bit. I, I shattered my L5-S1 disc in a, an accident. And oh, I had to have spinal surgery. But before that, it got really bad. And I remember having I had such intense pain that I, was, I would have sex and I would... I'd, I'd moan in agony, and the girl would think like, "All right, what's, at you. why is this guy? No, you can laugh at this. I don't care. You can laugh at this." What are you? <laughs> and and the, the girl would think like, "Jeez, dude. I mean, calm down. Have you never, have you never had sex? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, my, my, my vagina is good, but it's not that good, you know." So uh, yeah, so I, I could totally, uh, you know, I, I feel for you, but it is. Um, you, it, I did get like a couple of female devotees when I was in the wheelchair. Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. I thought it was mostly men, but it's definitely a whole bunch of girls out there too. Yeah. Rachel, really quick, I just want to talk about you about your TLC special, Rattled. Yeah. Uh, Paralyzed mother story. So you had a baby. I did. Mm-hmm. How did that work? So um, <laughs> because that... of my. Like with paralysis, <laughs> is there a more tactile way to put that? Sper- there's a sperm yeah. and it yeah. fertilizes an egg. Start with the biology so, of it, please. Huh? No, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, um, so basically, as a person in a wheelchair paralyzed, it doesn't mean I can't be pregnant. So, um, someone in a chair, it doesn't matter if they're paralyzed from the chest down, you can be pregnant, you can have a normal um, birth and everything. It's just that I'm on some minutes that I didn't feel safe. Um, being pregnant with, so we decided to do surrogacy, mm-hmm. and so we got the egg, we got the sperm, we put it together, and we made a whole bunch of embryos. <laughs> awesome! So you decided not to to become pregnant. You, oh, you decided, yeah, yeah you wanted to uh, do surrogate because of the medication that you're on. Yeah. So because of my injury, because like when you have like an injury in your neck, mm-hmm. it doesn't just paralyze you; it messes like with your whole nervous system. And so I get very, very low, low blood pressure. Like, at the beginning, I would pass out, like, every single day. Yeah. Um, so you take medicine to keep your blood pressure up. Ah. And so if I were off that med, that would be not safe because I would be passing out all the time. And if I were on it, it wouldn't be safe because you can't be on medicine to increase your blood pressure when you're pregnant with a baby. Gotcha, so gotcha. So I was totally screwed either way with that one medicine. Right. Oh, well. Interesting. Yeah. So, Rachel, before we let you go, uh, Keanu had a question she wanted to ask you. Uh, okay. So, so your husband is getting incredible head right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Your, your head game is that at is 100. Alan's is that Alan's question. Right? That was yeah, not no, my no problem there. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good right. to know. Yeah. T- tell your again. What's that like? No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Can you get a detail about yeah. that? Yeah. About the the blowjobs that he yeah. gets. <laughs> That was, that, was that, was no, that was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Rachel, uh, I, I just want to tell you, thank you very much thank for so coming on our show. You're always welcome here. Uh, make sure you tell your husband he's no hero. Oh, my God. And he, he's sure. a lucky bastard, all right? Okay, thank you. Thank okay. you so much, Rachel. And uh, really quick, let's give you a plug. You're the uh, online, uh, you're the spokesperson for Dallas Novelty, dallasnovelty.com. They could find all their sex toys there. You could follow Rachel. You want to give your, a plug really quick, Rachel, for your social media? Sure. If you just go to um, Facebook, you can just type in Rachel Chapman, but my name is spelled like Rochelle, so R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E. 
I got a little blue check mark next to my name, and you can follow me there. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. All right. Bye, you guys. Take care. Take care. Bye. All right, guys, this is Hard News with Kiana Thompson. Yeah. Yay. All right. Hey. Lots of sex news going on uh, this week. My favorite, personal favorite story, the guy who played Barney, the dinosaur, now runs a tantric sex business, Alan. <laughs> He's, uh, he started his current practice in 2004 and finds clients any number of ways from word of mouth to converting women uh, he's met on Tinder into believers. Um, a full session with uh, um, a full session costs $350 first, and he covers things from chakra balancing uh, to massage and, of course, cosmic mind blowing orgasms. Um, and uh, I don't know, it's too. Uh, Teletubbies are running a swingers club. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know, it's you, a, they just saying I love you you love me I still love you you still love me I'm continuing to love you you continue to love me and they do that for like 12 hours it, it's for furries it's right. all for furries yeah exactly. and it's very positive it's all yeah oh my god I uh, would I want to I want to get a session from him would it, I, well Rob, we're having you? this Here, here's what ha- what's yeah. happening alright so he's in LA yeah our LA correspondent uh-huh. Natasha Pearl Hansen she's gonna go this week she's going to him and she's oh gonna take god. a tantric sex class with Barney I would only take a tantric sex class I don't, with Barney. I, I don't. I wouldn't need him to wear the costume necessarily, but I would need the voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> I think he has a deep voice. Don't yeah. come yet. Right. <laughs> you should just do that tonight. If you yeah. Just just kill off your sex life. Yeah, I know exactly. I wish yeah. I knew more about Barney. I feel like he kind of like he sounds like Goofy, right? Is he just like a variation on Goofy? Yeah, there's Barney? only so many dumb kid voices you can do. I yeah. just what? Where did his me happy? <laughs> <laughs> Where did his life go that this is what he does now? Like he didn't get he, that he, was fun. <laughs> <laughs> there he, hey Barney. <laughs> are, do you have an erection, Christian? Are you, are, that, yeah, I, I actually point? just went away for the first time. I had it I've had it for <laughs> all day. Just <laughs> what I needed. I also love he, he calls his clients goddesses <laughs> and um he unblocks their energy. I mean for women Your are friend don't wants you to want to get bar- out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he charged a lot of money, three hundred fifty bucks. I don't know how much does it normally cost. Did you read this? Standard massage. Like, is is the fact that I he is Barney? You. Is that is that in like the BPK? Like, is that part of his press? Is to be like, yeah. get tantric sex from me. And he, Thank you. <laughs> and he you also deserve a big one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he also does ritual bath. What the fuck do you think that is? Here's a great big hug. <laughs> I, I, I'm into that. I, I, I believe in ritual bath. A ritual I think, bath. Yeah. I, uh, I like every person to bathe. Ritual bath sounds like, a, I have a, like ritual a metal bath. song. <laughs> oh my God, Barney. <laughs> it's like he's here. It would be. But you know what? Why not? You know? he Just because he was on a. He played a, with children for most of his life as a. As yeah, a but, living. Yeah, but yeah. people are trying to turn this into like a creepy thing. He's an adult. And yeah. he's doing this with other adults. It, am, we, I, am I. What do you think? Am I right? I mean, as long as it's not a kid-centric tantric no, thing, it's obviously. I, won- yeah. I wonder if he's ever had like a client who was like, you know, I used to watch you like, 15 years ago. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He's got. I'm sure he has star fuckers. Exactly. You know? <laughs> right. Oh my god. I bet you he's cleaned up with milfs. Probably. I'm sure he has. Are you kidding me? And Jesus. and he's charging 350 bucks. Only takes female clients. That only women. That seems like on the low side to me. I don't. I think if you're Barney, if you have a credit like that, you should be able to charge more for your sex class. You're paying three fifty to be raped by Barney. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a good deal or not. <laughs> oh we'll, we'll we'll find out. He has thirty clients, so I mean, 
We should contact some of these. Three to online. four hours. Who has that kind of time? I don't know. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Some special friends here today. <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. uh, I I don't I guess that's why you uh you last her so long because Maybe. He, he does the he does the voice. You can't come. Yeah, you can't. He just Do you prolongs think he it. You know, like <laughs> when he's dinosaurs, with a very short arm, so it's hard for him to sort of reach <laughs> to reach the G spot. Do you yeah, think like that? Yeah. Like, yeah, his costume's like hanging up in the back, and like <laughs> you could see it there. And for three fifty, <laughs> yeah, he should wear the fucking costume. Why not? He better have but, that but costume like, on. But like a like a ripped version where he's got like abs yeah. and stuff, <laughs> right? Just a really oily, sexy Barney. Yeah, like an and it's oily, wearing a harness. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, also in the news, uh, Ian Kerner from CNN. So this is a really important part of it. Yeah. So this is a CN- this on CNN. These yeah. CNN. This is not fake. This is not a fake, uh, right. uh, you know, online creation. On CNN's website, they have a headline that says, Cuckolding can be positive for some couples. Studies say. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. Sorry. So um, cuckolding has become fetishized in into a powerful sexual fantasy for some. Um, in our current political climate, the term cuck, short for cuck-servative, has become an insult and uh, of the so-called alt-right. M- aimed at men, uh, they view as spineless and emasculated. Um, but the porn is also really popular, wouldn't you say, Alan? Uh, yeah, they're the ones watching right, the porn. they're watching yeah. the porn. <laughs> All of the alt-right people are the ones jerking to it in the first place. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I think it's people of all political stripes jerking off to all sorts right, of things. Exactly. And, and definitely, cons- you know what's funny? Here's here's why I think you're absolutely right. Because on, on Fox News, Tucker Carlson, and then also, you know Ben Shapiro? Yeah. He's also a conservative pundit. The people that really pretend mm-hmm. is smart. Right, right. Because <laughs> yeah. he talks very quickly. Yeah. And uh, so he, both of them are acting, the worst acting job I've ever heard in my life, of like, what is this cuckolding? This is so, such oh, a new shut thing. Up. Yeah. So unfamiliar. <laughs> where, where does this word come from? Cuckold. You uh, know? You and they're <laughs> all acting. It's the worst. That if you, we should find. If we should find Tucker Carlson, yeah. um, talking about cuckolding and play how ridiculous this I is. I even but know the dumb face he's making when yeah, he's like, exactly. he does that weird like what, like the, he, you know, <laughs> where his mouth turns into a butthole. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and can you look like any more of a cuckold with yeah, a fucking yeah. bow tie? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. a flush face and definition just, yeah, of a cuck. Yeah. You yeah. know, paunchy. Um, you look like a fucking cuck. He looks right. like every man in a cuckold so porn. So they're turning Wait, it into this. Hang on, I want to play some of Tucker talking okay, about yeah. this. Maybe. I want to be a true intellectual man of the future, <laughs> become a cuckold. Those are the instructions <laughs> from CNN. What a, a bizarre okay. propaganda style article posted to CNN's website recently asserts that I'm quoting now cuckolding can be positive for some couples. It's hard to tell what exactly the intent of the article is, except to encourage the breakdown of healthy marriages as they have been understood for, oh. let's see, all of history. <laughs> Blow me, con- Tucker. Okay. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and he looks like he's like jerking, like ready you know, to jerk off down. while yeah. he's doing Exa- this. He's, he's so horny t- talking about this. Oh, my God. And the, yeah. uh, the nice headliner needs, uh, when he was doing the story, he says, perverse CNN gets even weirder. Oh, That's yeah. That's the big thing. Right, exactly. And they're just covering a sex trend, you know? I don't think they're trying to destroy the, the nuclear family with this. But let's give a call to... Yeah, um, like, call. like you've never heard of clickbait before? Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, they're it's doing the same thing foxes. They're all acting like they're, they're superior to one another, but they're all looking for clickbait. That's yeah, why they're, yeah, they're doing all this. Cuckolding. All right. But well, yeah, I want to talk to him about, uh, about why cuckolding it's a healthy, and, healthy thing. and some of the controversy. And then maybe you and your wife caused. can can do it. Hooray! Um, you and Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this might convince you. I, not in a million years, my wife. Do that. <laughs> 
Would you ever do it, cuckolding? Would you uh, ever have a, boy, a sure. boyfriend goes to you? He's like, I want to watch you have sex with sure, another man. Absolutely. I wouldn't yeah. want to watch him have sex with another woman, I don't think, but I would do that. What about the racial component? Because a lot of times it it's, a, it's a, a black, black guy. guy. Yeah. I wouldn't care. It's fine. Hmm. I don't know. Hello, David. Hello, David. Hi, David. How are Do we call you David or Dr. Lee? Or Lay? <laughs> Dr. Um. I typically go by David, but you're welcome to introduce me to Dr. Lay. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have on the phone with us uh, a man who's at the uh, the center of a very controversial CNN article that talks about cuckolding, how it can be positive for some couples. Uh, Dr. David Lay. Dr. D- uh, Dr. Lay, David, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Kind of enjoying this uh, weird notoriety and controversy. <laughs> <laughs> we love that your last name is Lay, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. The joke is, you know, I, I really only had two choices. I could be a sex doctor or a politician involved in a sex scandal. <laughs> I really looked closely at the last one, but Anthony Weiner holds the title. I couldn't <laughs> compete. Um, I didn't want to go to jail to fight the guy. So, you know, yeah, I, I went the sex doctor route. I'd still take your name over mine. My, my real last name is, is Fuchs, and my family spelled it F-U-K-S. So, I, yeah. <laughs> Although, I, 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 I think we, we all had tortured childhoods. What were you going to say, Christian? I think, but it, it's a compliment, though. It says, like... It makes you stronger as an adult, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah it's right. just like, you know, it, 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 it's not... Your name isn't Alan doesn't Fuchs. <laughs> it's Alan Fuchs. That would have been more accurate, yeah. actually, all through high school and college. Oh. All right, so David, I want to know, do you, did you go online? Did you see what Ben Shapiro was saying about this and uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox News? Yeah, well, I, I get media alerts and I get emails from people, and, and it's just kind of wild how um, the, the conservative right who have been using the, the term cuckold as a way to humiliate and shame people are just absolutely flipping their shit when... Somebody like me publishes a, a study that says, hey, you know, cuckolding is really not an unhealthy behavior. You say it, it goes back to the to the 13th century cuckolding, correct? Oh, God. No, yeah. I mean, so, so, you know, the complicated part here is that this study getting all this attention is a, is a very recent study that we published. Um, me and Dan Savage and uh, Justin Laymiller, a researcher mm-hmm. in, in Indiana, um, and it looked just at uh, gay men who engage in cuckolding, which is a relatively new phenomenon, roughly only since uh, we legalized uh, marriage equality. But my book, uh, called Insatiable Wives, Women Destroy and Men Who Love Them, um, actually uh, looked at, it was the first scholarly examination of this interesting behavior of heterosexual cuckolding. And I argue in that book that, that the practice of cuckolding and, and the whole sexual excitement of it goes back um, thousands of years. I mean, I even talk about examples of it back in uh, Roman times. Right, right. So it's not a new thing. And, it, and you are of the opinion that it could be healthy. It's a healthy sexual fantasy, correct? You know, that was why, why is it healthy? It's, I want to know because I, a lot of here, here's the thing, right? So, like Ben Shapiro, for example, he said it's a sign of weakness of a, of a weak person, and he was he's accused you of having no idea what morality 
and love really are. Anyone who's in a cuckolding it has no, uh, you know, doesn't understand love and morality. And Tucker Carlson, what did he say? He said, this is a propaganda-style article. It encourages the breakdown of healthy marriages. And it, it and also, they, and you know, for some reason... feminism. That, yeah, right. that, that this is the... This is the this, this is the preeminent destruction of the world because now women have sexual freedom. God help us all. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's that's why I think it's it's such a uh, that's why I think it's such an insult among conservatives is because they're all desperately afraid of their wives having sex with other people. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? They feel yeah. so like oh, don't encourage them. Don't encourage my wife. <laughs> that, that's probably why why a lot of cons- that's probably why a lot of conservatives are afraid of Obama. They felt that maybe you know yeah yeah they were like I don't know about this guy. This uh, guy looks and, like he could cuckold me. All, yeah, they're all interested in that big black presidential penis. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, but what's it, weird is like this isn't this, it, uh, everything turns into a political a politicized issue. This isn't a politicized this isn't a politicized form of sexuality, right? This is something that. For some couples, it works, but why? Why do you recommend it? You don't think that this? You don't think they have any valid point at all? That if you have, <laughs> you bring in someone else to have sex with your wife, he does a better job. You think that will bring you closer together? You know, what we found actually in this study, and what I found when you're writing my book, um, is that couples who have good um, relationship skills, who have good communication skills, who have good self-awareness, who have good ability to negotiate these kind of issues, who can accept that you fantasizing about that person that is not me doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Those kinds of couples can do this and do it healthily and, 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 and sexually. Couples who are insecure, couples who are afraid, couples who are, you know, with men, for instance, who are insecure about their masculinity, um, they can't handle this. And so when you look at the conservative uh, folks that are flipping out over this, it's a real message that, yeah, you know, you're right, dude. You can't handle this because you are concerned about the size of your penis or Mm -hmm. you are concerned (laughs) about your ability to satisfy your wife. And that's some shit that you should work on, dude. But stop attacking (laughs) the people who can do this and make it work. Do you know know that Barney is teaching sex classes? Or you, do you think it's a bad idea to pay Barney to cuckold your wife? Can we do a study about that? Can we do a study about uh, Can we agree on that? That we shouldn't have uh, sex characters from PBS? You know, out of context, you may not know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. I, can't, I was trying to force that. I was trying to crowbar that into like, this uh, conversation. Worst callback attempt ever. Now, go ahead, Doctor. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. You know, I mean, I think one of the things that that really came out in this, though, that um, is the degree to which people are still using sexual diversity and um, sexual fantasies as a way to shame other people. Adam, so you shouldn't be ashamed. when, um, you know, these alt-right folks were, were, you know, bashing the study. And the reality is many of their followers are fantasizing about this. You know, cuckold porn, um, by some accounts, has become some of the second most popular pornography online Mm -hmm. because there are lots and lots of people out there that find this exciting and interesting. Whether they would do it in real life or not, it is an opportunity for them to kind of escape sexually. And and as the alt-right and as Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro, you know, flip out over this, 
all of their followers who are interested in it are feeling tremendous shame and having to keep those sexual desires secret. The world I want to live in is one where people can have all kinds of sexual fantasies and desires, (laughs) and that doesn't inherently make them a bad person. I agree with you there, Doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that would be a nicer uh, world to live in, where we where we don't try to take people down for their sexual. Imagine right. there. Imagine, <laughs> no, <laughs> the Imagine no cuckold shame. Right. So the other interesting part of the study, you said fifty-eight percent of men fantasize about this, and only thirty-three percent of women. Why? Why do you think more men fantasize about cuckolding? Well, um, the first, that is uh, data from Justin Laymiller's research for his forthcoming book on a uh, on sexual fantasies. Now, why men fantasize about it more than women? One of the things I argue in my book um, about this is that most women don't bring this up to their husbands. The husbands bring it up to the women first because women have been taught that, you know, to keep their husband, they have to be a good, faithful wife. And um, fantasies like this uh, trigger all of those slut-shaming kind of experiences that many women have had. Men who fantasize about this, it is often connected to um, what Roy Ballmeister, a social psychologist, sort of suggests is um, an opportunity to use sexual fantasy to escape from self. And so... The cuckold in these fantasies is getting to give up being in charge. You know, many of these men who are cuckolds are actually pretty powerful, um, successful men who use this fantasy to have an opportunity to experience the, the, the feeling or kind of the relief, the vacation, where they don't have to be in charge. They don't have to be a good lover. They don't have to worry about sexually, you know, satisfying their wife, they just get to sit back and relax and watch. That oftentimes can be a very healthy uh, cognitive experience for many people who go through life worrying about, can I get through today and keep all my shit together? Yeah, I don't see a downside for women in this. No. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, well, I, I see a really, downside in the, the awkward post-conversation. The right. is that <laughs> Yeah, they'll be shamed by society if they are caught cheating on their husband. Yeah. Well, have you done this? Have you partaken? Have I partaken mm-hmm. in cuckolding? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you know Chris Ryan, um, you know, author of Sex and Dawn. Chris has a great comment in response to this. He says, you know, if I wrote a book about proctology, would that give you the opportunity to ask about my asshole? <laughs> For this podcast, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Resounding yes. I'm yes. Bend, I'm Unqualified yes. Bottom, and you, can, you can ask all you want about my ass. Okay, thank okay. you, doctor. You'll have to come in for that. We really... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, uh, David, thank you so thank much you so for much. joining us. And uh, next time you're in New York City, come in. We'd love to have you in yeah, here. Very and very um, Yeah, we'd love to have all you in here and, and talk about this some more and, and some of the other um, things that you guys are doing that are really exciting. Great. 
Hey, wait, before da- hey, David hey, goes. Hey. Oh, David, wait. I'm sorry. I want to pitch you on one thing. Uh, proctology cuckolding. Uh, this is where your oh doctor lets another doctor come in and finger your patient's ass in front of you. <laughs> yes, yes. This is what I cheat on my proctology. Oh, yes. okay. um, I, I think that's your next uh, book, David. In I answer think. to your question, I can tell you, yes, I have cuckolding. Cuckolded my proctologist. The shame must um, end. I oh went goodness. for a second opinion. <laughs> David, thanks well, so thank much for so joining much, us. David. And where can they find? Where can people find you? Really quick. Where can they yeah, find your book Twitter and your work? Twitter is the best place. Um, at Dr. David Wade. Last name is L E Y. Thank you, David. All right, perfect. Thank you, David. Take care. Thanks for joining thanks. us. Bye, folks. Thanks for having me. Bye, bye. Um, all right, let's wrap up the news, the news really quick, and um, we'll. Uh, all right, all right. You ready? also in the news, Judge tosses suit over fake grinder profile harassment. Richard Morgan is reporting that um, uh, basically you can't blame Grinder for rev- revenge porn on its site. A federal judge has tossed a suit filed by man- a Manhattan man against the hookup app after an ex-lover posted fake profile a fake profile of a 33-year-old on the site. And this included his home and work address. So fake profiles, which said the man was open to an intimate relationship, enticed more than 1,000 men to approach the victim for sex. Yeah, so if this dude <laughs> were gay, that'd be a godsend. But right. yeah, Can you so imagine? I mean, he had so much reaction So somebody put him on Grindr. But why wouldn't he just go after the person who posted it? He just, because there's I no money in that? that he thought he could get money out of, out of Grindr? Grindr probably has more is, money. Yeah. And yeah. it's, they shouldn't, they should maybe like, you know, screen Authenticate the, yeah, the have it. It shouldn't be easy for you to do that. I think that was his aim. Yeah, I am that. surprised yeah. that they don't. I had a Grindr account just to, solely to catfish people. Um, It was just my really? picture of my dog. But like, I know that that sounds weird. And how many did you get a thousand gay guys lining up for you? Just because they were like, first I tried to dress as a man and take my picture, and they, they rejected that. <laughs> then I just put a picture of my dog, and I would just talk to these gay guys just for the hell of it and just say weird shit. But, you know, it's, so it's easy is what I'm saying, yeah. And you got reaction. You Tell got me about it. I, I mean, I've heard that. <laughs> 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 right. All right, next story. Miss uh, Bum Bum. Let's see. Yes. Um, hoping to crack the competition, Erica uh, or no, uh, Erica Tempesta of Daily Mail's reporting that uh, the Miss Bum Bum uh, has their first ever transgender contestant. So, uh, so let's explain this. So, sh- Miss Bum Bum is a huge Brazilian contest mm-hmm. that happens every year for basically the best ass. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. The infamous Brazilian Miss Bum Bum contest that aims to find the best derriere in the country is getting a more diverse, getting more diverse in its final year with its first transgender contestant. Transgender beauty Paula Oliveira, 27, will be one of the 26 women vying for the title of Brazil's best bum in the competition. Do you see a picture? This is what he looked like. <laughs> yeah, I know. Be- be- I love Or she looked I, like before. Yeah, and she's beautiful now. She's got a great ass. Looks like Adrian Grenier from Entourage. I don't Entourage. know if it's the best now, ass uh, yeah, I've ever I, seen. See, I don't buy that. I don't by that it's possible for a man to have an ass that <laughs> no. would work. Because the whole thing, if you're Brazilian, you got to make the butt cheeks go like a million miles an hour, like that hummingbird that's, butt shake That's thing. true. And I don't see, a dude just doesn't have that biology. Look at the ass. Fit, where yeah, is flip, the ass? Flip the next, the next page, you'll see the ass. It actually is a great ass. But I think it must have taken but some it's surgery. Like muscly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's, yeah. Huh? I, I don't know that if it's is, the best. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you allowed to have an altered ass in this competition? I don't that's know. That's Ro, by the way. That's Ro. If you're allowed to have, right? That should be against ass? the rules. That's what I'm wondering. Unless, unless I know you're a man. That a lot of people like to alter their butts these days. So that's I wonder. True. Yeah, that should be a separate competition. Altered ass. Altered. Well, ass? definitely, we'll keep you out of the Hall of Fame. But the yeah. doctor wins. <laughs> so. You have an ass asterisk by your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literal <laughs> asterisk. Yeah. Yeah. So good. They're diversifying that competition. Yeah, I heard Johnny Drama's competing too. <laughs> Guys, 
Uh, let's do, that's the news. Let's do uh, the Weekend Pigs with Rofino, and then we're out. All right, Ro, this what do you got? Ro Here Fino we go. Here we go. Every pig in uh, Hollywood. This, this Wait, roast didn't make me happy. Do we want to have uh, three minutes? Do we want to have um, Adam ask his dumb question first? Uh, yeah, ask your dumb question. <laughs> Wait, let's yeah. do our other segment, Adam's idiot question for if our I guest. I have <laughs> to ask one dumb question. Um, <laughs> dumb question of the week with Adam Podell. Okay, Christian, if you had to, how would you dispose of a body? <laughs> oh, you should ask my wife this because she thinks a lot about this. Uh, well, my, get her in here. My, my father-in-law is in jail for attempted murder, and so I have a little bit of experience oh in my. this. Oh, <laughs> my. Yeah, yeah. Uh, try, try, uh, cut a woman's throat, stabbed her five times. And, <laughs> Shit. Uh, she yeah. did die. Huh? She, she did, did not die. She's like Rasputin. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but so, and my wife, I wouldn't, uh, let's say the apple doesn't fall too far from the murder tree. And uh, my, my wife thinks often about how she would get away with that. And she, she loves to poke holes in like true crime. Like, oh, what, the, what an idiot. That's not, <laughs> you, you, got, you got to dissolve the body in, in chemicals. You have to. Um, I, what I would do, honestly, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, of a believe, I'm a believer that most people are basically lazy. And so what I would probably do is just drive the body into the middle of a desert somewhere and literally just dump it. Because <laughs> I, I, I just think that by the time anyone found it, it would be rotted or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Like I think people they they overcomplicate things and they create a paper trail yeah. that gets them busted. That's Whereas smart. if you just literally drive into the <laughs> middle of nowhere and just dump it somewhere, what are the chances somebody's going to come across it? This very is true. very slim. Actually, I, I take issue with that question. It's supposed to be a dumb question. That's yeah, too relevant Adam's to his life. Keep it's too thought out. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> going into I it. Hate that question. Dumb luck. Okay, great. A dumb question. I didn't, he didn't what look if like you have the fake body? <laughs> what if you have the dead body have sex with your wife in front of you? Are are you allowed oh. to do that? <laughs> are you allowed to fuck dead, like neck holding? Neck holding. Next on CNN. Adam's dead favorite cuckolding. porn. <laughs> dead cuckolding. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let's. Uh, Good dumb question. Do you want to hear do, about the weekend pigs? Do you want to do the weekend pigs in three minutes? Let's do the weekend pigs in three minutes. This weekend pigs didn't bring me the same joy as yelling about a tiny peckerhead pretty boy actor because this week we saw the depths of how fucking disgusting a pig can, pig can be. And it's pretty, uh, pretty far down. Like elderly Rose in Titanic throwing her necklace to the bottom of the sea down. Uh, let's start with our pig and chief's bestie, Steve Wynn. Uh, the old ass leather faced pig who had all the money in the world and it wasn't enough. This guy went into his own spas and demanded workers to jerk him off. A manicurist is not a pr prostitute, you pig fuck. Uh, just doing your nails might be scarring enough since your face looks like the skin left over on a pig after a roast, let alone having to see your shriveled up dick. He had to pay $7.5 to a woman the papers like to say he coerced into sex, but let's just call it what it is. He raped her. Bet you wish you had that $139 million you lost when you put your arm through your own Picasso painting, you dumb pig fuck. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure our rapist pig president will still let you come to Mar-a-Lago on the weekends. Sadly, we have even a bigger pig, if that's possible, uh, with pedophile pig Larry N Nasser, who was sentenced to 175 years in prison for sexually abusing at least 150 women and girls. Part of me wants science to keep you alive for all 175 years, and part of me hopes you hang your pig carcass your first day in jail. I don't believe you have any remorse, and I hope you choke on your white privilege male tears. 156 victims spoke out against Nasser, and news outlets still have the nerve to say the female judge may have been too harsh with her disgust Ooh. for this fucking pig. It's pathetic. Uh, may you always be known as a pedophile. To quote one of the survivors, little girls grow into strong women that return to destroy your world. And if you feel like this is a witch hunt, we're just getting started, so watch yourself, pigs. Awesome. All right. <laughs> that was great. Ro Fino. Oh. Thank you, Ro. Roasting you really hit the, all pigs. Of the pigs. Yeah. yeah. She really got him. All right. 
Guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's been the week in sex. Thank you, Fi- Christian. Thank you, thank Christian you Finnegan. Thank Christian, you, Christian. Uh, let's give you a plug one more time for your albums on iTunes. Sure. And for There's all one your called Two for Flinching, another one called Au Contraire, and another one called The Fun Part. And they're all on, you know, they're on your Spotify's and all that. But okay. but why not spend money while you're still able to spend money on music? That's right. Give me, <laughs> give me like. 30 cents buying an album <laughs> rather than the point oh 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 three cents I get from a stream. There you go. <laughs> Buy his albums and go see him live. Uh, Christian is, is hilarious. Really, really funny it's really guy. true. And you'll have an amazing time. Highly recommend it. Uh, I'm Alan Fuchs. Follow us on The Week in Sex on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You could write to us, theweekinsex at gmail.com. Send us your comments, questions. Or uh, feel free to uh, shit on Adam Podell for his horrible, <laughs> horrible <laughs> questions. <laughs> Even though they end up being good now. Such a good <laughs> qu- you, you didn't get the right idea for the segment. It's a dumb question. Anyway, uh, follow us there. And also email us for uh, show tickets. You come out to our shows. You get free swag. And yeah. uh, we'll buy you a drink. Yes, we will. Keanu. Uh, I'm Keanu Thompson. You can follow me, Keanu C. Thompson, on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Uh, and come out to our shows, guys, at Greenwich Village Comedy Club, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Uh, and email us. And Ro, what do you got? Uh, you can follow me at Rosie Riveter NYC on Instagram and Twitter, or Rofino on Facebook. And uh, you can catch me at the QED, actually, this week, Yay. January 31st. We're going to be doing a benefit for Planned Parenthood with uh, some of these fools you see on the podcast. That's right. Yeah. A great lineup, too, for Planned Parenthood. Great cause. Uh, some terrific comedians. We have Ted Alexander on the show too. Yep. Yeah. So uh, come out. You have an amazing time. It's going to be fun. And Adam Podell, really quick, uh, what's your. Uh, oh, cool. Media? You can follow me everywhere at fake Adam Podell. <laughs> and come to my monthly show, first Wednesday of every month at Tender Trap. It's called Fuck It, We'll Do It Live. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>